0: basketball fans welcome back to the nba playoff banter podcast he's marshall i'm chris and we're here to talk what else some nba playoff hoops as of yesterday before tip we did have three out of the four series sitting at two 2 a piece now the one seeds last night dominated the second half looking real pretty and whatnot um No surprise that they won, but it was the way they did it. Hopefully, we were just talking before we hit the record button, hopefully we can get at least one Game 7, if not, you know, two out of these three. That would be nice. But anyway, we are going to talk through all four of these series and kind of just update our thoughts on it moving forward. You know, will we get only, you know, a bunch of Game 6s? Or, um, you know, will we finally get a Game 7? Because we didn't get a Game 7 last go-around, even though it felt like we were going to get it, especially in the West, um, and it just didn't happen. So we'll definitely see on that. If this is your first time listening to this year' podcast, welcome. It streams live right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Radio. You don't have to go to Blog Talk and rope it up, though, if you don't want to. You don't have to download the show or listen to the browser. You can find this here NBA Playoff Banter Podcast under the rope radio platform on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Spricker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Uh, why don't you head on over to com? One more thing, if you're thinking about cutting the cord or you have, you're not quite happy, I got something for you. It's called DirecTV Stream. The price is started as low as $69.99 a month. It's the best of live TV and on-demand. No annual contracts. No hidden fees. If you upgrade to the Choice or Ultimate Package, that gives you eight HBO Max for three months for free. And you get to enjoy regional sports networks without the additional fee. Uh, if you go to the premiere, it gives you HBO Max and Showtime already included. That's DirecTV Stream. Okay. Let's get into it with my guy Marshall. How you doing Marshall? You know in Minnesota it went from winter to summer. There is no spring this spring and I got caught up in some hot, hot to cold weather uh, with wet hair and strong wind and it just gave me a cold but I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't have a headache or nothing like that. It's just kind of you know all up in the, in the nose and voice. Two days ago you know I'm kinda glad we didn't do one Monday because my voice was severely struggling at that time, so uh anyway, how are you
1: doing directly down south in Texas? uh we We go from kind of like fall to spring <laughs> all right well, should we actually have a couple of snow days yeah we I guess we had a little bit of winter, but um overall doing pretty good uh I and mean, just I don't know, mentioning winter and whatever, I, this is completely off topic. If You see next year because I always come home to Minneapolis for the holidays because that's where I spent a lot of time growing up. That's where Chris and I became friends. They're having um, eleven Christmas Eve football games next year and three Christmas Sunday games. So it's funny because my mom is always complaining. She's like, "God, you gotta let me watch my Hallmark movies because I know you want to watch like your one basketball game on on Christmas Day. Like we can take turns and trade." Yeah, It's like, can you imagine next year the, the bitching that will go on in households of, huh, gotta watch the football game today, and gotta watch, well, so when are we gonna open presents? Uh, at midnight? <laughs> yeah, the NBA's gotta be like, what? What happened? What are you doing? <coughs> yeah,
0: no kidding. I, I saw that too. I was like, you know, that's gonna be interesting.
1: That's oh, so, interesting. so, yeah, that's always been, we'll see the NBA, that's always been the NBA's day. The NBA has always had a uh, 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 Christmas day games and they normally have a, a great slate despite starting off with the Knicks every year. But, uh, hey, anyways, uh, so start planning out your uh, uh, family plans for who's going to control the TVs, the Hallmark movies or football or basketball. <laughs> but for now, we we are going in between uh, got NBA playoffs and NHL. I love watching them both. Um, and for NBA I, but we're not going to go the, in between on
0: them here. This is the NBA no, podcast. No, no, so.
1: no, Um, NBA, the ratings are like, people are watching the, the game one of a uh, golden state Memphis had one of the highest ratings for this round of playoffs in like in a game, like in the past decade. And you know, that series is, has been doing pretty well lately just cause it's, it's been competitive. There's been. Well, I think Golden of...
0: State are ratings
1: darlings too. You know? Yeah. 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 It, it, the, the games have been close. Um, yeah. there, there's not, I mean, there was the Set one beat one, down, yeah. one beat down, but yeah. when you compare it to every other series, you know, that, that, well, actually, let me say, Golden State Memphis has been the most competitive for scoring. Then, Celtics Memphis, Bucks, uh, Celtics Bucks is obviously a very close second. And then the other ones, which we'll get to have been, uh, who's at home is going to win. But to start off with Golden State, because that is my squad, um, they have a chance to we close it out. We've gotta start out with the least interesting one, by the way, guys, just so you know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah maybe. But it has um, interest it has
0: like uh NBA Twitter interest, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah,
1: there there's been some fun trash talking back and forth. Um, but I, I think that there's a great chance that this series does finish tonight. Now, if John Morant was playing a little bit of a different story because Memphis has had obviously a good run and Ja for those first couple of games in the series was scoring all like 39 to 42 points a game. And it's like, okay, like who I, I wish a or clay Thompson were in their younger years. Cause they could probably put up a, a somewhat of a defensive wall against them, but that's not happening. And clay's not quite been himself, but, um, John ja Moran did suffer a bone bruise. Um, Golden State was able to win a very, very close, very close competitive game four to put the um, Golden State Warriors up 3-1. to one. They do go to Memphis later tonight after this podcast. And they were uh, acting like the Timberwolves <laughs> the plan,
0: too, against the Clippers. I'm not kidding.
1: There's been a healthy, fun amount of, I think, trash talk and serious talk. We were talking before the show. I think that Ja and Steph were kind of going at it after games one and two for fun. But then you had the Dylan Brooks smack over the head. Then you had the Jordan Poole knee swipe, which Ja Morant took his dirty. It's kind of been an entertaining social media series. But for the basketball perspective of it, there is an interesting theory of Memphis did go 20-4 and this year without Ja. And he clearly is their best offensive player. But some people say – Especially late in the game. Yes, when he's literally become almost unguardable when he drives. But there is one minor flip side to Memphis <coughs> from the defensive perspective, and that is that Memphis is statistically a better defense team without job. So clearly you are losing. Yeah, that's for sure. <coughs> You're losing a guy who's becoming a top 10 score in the NBA. But if you did look how that game four went in Golden State, Chris, I mean, I, the score was like <coughs> – sorry, I'm coughing today. It was like uh, your your cold has lingered through the phone. <laughs> It it was like a it was like a forty three to forty or something a forty three, forty six 46 uh, halftime score in the first in the first half of game four. So if you're Memphis, and obviously I unless unless they pull an in and lie and Josh starts tonight, which I don't think he's going to, he should be ruled out. Um Memphis, you got I I guess you got to take that same game plan. Hey, our our leading scorers out, but we're a strong defensive unit. We just held Golden State to a very low score total. Can we either need to have Dylan Brooks go off like he's jaw, and or facilitate the ball a little bit more, and then maybe, maybe if we can get to six, we can maybe see John ja Morant come back.
0: Hello. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were really going to say some more stuff. Um, <coughs> oh. Sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, speaking
0: of um do you think do you think Brooks should have been uh spent in the next game or that game
1: I, I do I mean I the, again now we'll I mean, been using the NBA
0: you. rules not yes. our personal
1: stuff Yeah even with the drama thing which we discussed I didn't think that was a flagrant 2 I a 1 for sure a 2 I think was over the top um but I do think that Uh, that one on Dylan, I mean, I'm trying to think, Chris, of when was the last time we've seen that happen. Like, you know, that does happen in hockey. Speaking of hockey, like, you'll see a guy with a dirty check in a game. You get, like, a five-minute penalty, but then they'll say, hey, said player suspend the next game. That is a routine hockey thing for cheap plays. But in basketball, I I can't recall the last time I've ever seen a play which resulted in a player getting tossed in one game and tossed for the other. I think the intent was worse than it looked than I said because I don't think Dylan Brooks was intending to seriously injure Gary Payton Jr., like, end him for the series. But Yeah, he foul, didn't think he'd land he, and mess up his arm. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, think
0: obviously. It, he, he was it, just trying yeah. to give him a, a thing of, hey, next time you go up, you're, you're going to get a head shot like
1: that. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty, obviously, dumb and a hard-looking foul, and he got injured. I think, I'll say this, Chris, I think if, if he, he didn't not get injured. injured yeah, which is yeah I, I don't think they suspend him for a game. But when you do that move and a guy busts his elbow, I can yeah. see that being the retroactive retaliation to, hey, that was a cheap shot the guys after the series were, were attacking the game on your sentence. I, I,
0: now, how many times have you seen someone grab someone's knee and pull, not the slow motion version. Now, I'm not saying that he should have been thrown out for the next game. Okay, I'm not saying that but let's just talk this through, okay? Sure. I'm saying this because I got a Golden State fan, okay? I'm trying to make it even, okay? I'm trying to not be biased, but, you know, whatever. How many times, like, I get going in for the ball and, and, and swooping and having even a cup to your hand a little bit, right? I mean, I don't see too many players go in with a cupped hand, but it is kind of what you're doing, right? That's a natural thing. But how many times have you, in, and, and like I said, Don't think of it just slow motion, okay? Think about it live, because a lot of those slow motion replays make it look like less. Well, it's going slow, though, too, okay? Now, he did hurt. It seems like he banged up his knee a little bit or whatever happened on that closeout on clay, I believe it was, too. I think that played into it before that, right? But how many times that we see the slow motion or a breakdown of a play where a guy cups the knee and moves it a little bit?
1: How many times, though?
0: Really? How many times do you see that a season or the last decade? I I I don't know. I
1: you don't see a lot. Is my no, point, right? no. I, do you I would see say that a lot, much as you don't see the Dylan Brooks club of the right. Had but either. we're already done with that, Marshall. We're uh, already done sure. with the
0: Dylan Brooks. We covered that. Okay. I'm talking about this, and I'm not saying he should have been thrown out, but people are. I think under. I think that they're playing that off because they keep seeing in in slow motion. And if you pull on someone's knee that's planted, that is doing something. I mean, it is. I'm not saying he should get kicked out. But do we see that a lot, though, a guy pulling on a guy's knee?
1: <clears throat> no.
0: So, to me, I think that's where the controversy comes. Well, hold on. Just, to play, just a game later. That's not something we see. Now, it's not as vicious, no doubt. No doubt. Now, he did miss the next game, but we also have on film where he banged his knee or whatever, too, or landed on it, twisted it. Whatever the fuck happened there, right? Clearly, there was something before that. So I think that plays into it, too. But I'm just going off of I can understand some people. I think it's just been too one-sided of, oh, that's a reach. No, it's not just a reach, though, dude, because you don't see that. That's my point. But um, anyway, overall, um, it has been chippy. It's been fun. Um, The Warriors, beyond one game, haven't been playing great in the series, um, which is kind of interesting for their championship hopes. Um, But you could also say at times a lot of the higher seeds haven't been playing as well. So – It kind of lends itself to something that we've discussed, and I think you brought it up at the beginning of our NBA playoff when we go off college basketball about the two-star, layered, deeper teams, right? And how shit can happen more, and it's more wide open, instead of having, like, three out of the five guys on a court that are just crazy. Now, I understand Green... Thompson and Curry are around the court together. I get that. But Thompson's not where he was defensively. It's just, no. It's just not. Um, will he get out of this little, you know, scoring funk or, or shooting funk, I should say? Probably. Probably. Because he sure did during the year, you know what I mean, when he came back. So he's been, you know, and Curry has been shooting that great. We had seen little few games in a row of that, even in their primes, uh, or the the team's prime, I should say, because I think Curry stole his prime. Thompson may need in the next year to be back in his prime, you know, just to get all that stuff off. It's, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty hard. But I think that plays into it, too, that we don't have such a starting five where you're like, yeah, there's just nothing you can do to that thing. There's just nothing you can do to that thing. So it really makes it interesting. Um, but, yeah, if it's not done in five, surely it'll be done in six. Um, that, that's serious, you know what I mean? No doubt about it. I'm with you. I, I think it does have a good chance to go in five, but no matter what, six. Um, Suns-Dallas, right? Dallas gets up two zero. They storm back. Uh, I think Chris Paul had a, a pretty bad game, or not I think, I know, game three. He had seven turnovers. Booker on the low had like five turnovers, too. Um, and then obviously foul problems from Paul in game four played a major role in that game. Um, now, you know, would they have closed the gap at the end? We don't know, but it doesn't matter. Um, but it's two, two. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because, or well, I'm sorry, it's three, two now, but it was two, two after that. <laughs> and, um, as we know, you know, Miami and, and, and Phoenix, the top two seeds in the in the league, just dominated last night, especially in the second half. And um, Miami jumped on it earlier. Obviously, that was still a good game uh, between Dallas and whatnot. But Dallas, is it's its interesting, man. Do you think this, this, this thing's competitive because of Paul having a bad game and then having foul issues and fouling out with, you know, what, 10 or 8, 7, 8, 10 minutes left of that fourth quarter? Do you think that has more to do with it? Maybe up three to one. Um, are we just undervaluing what Dallas is after this trade and how sound we know they've been better defense, but how sound they are? And also, maybe it's just Bullock hitting eight threes. You know what I mean? Like, like this layer of depth around um, Luka now is obviously different. They obviously defend now. Sure, there's some games where they could pick on Luka. But then, if you focus too much on that, sometimes you can get caught up in that too. I think maybe some of that was game three, to be honest with you. Where do you stand, um, on this series? Do you think it'll go seven? Um, or do you think they'll close it out? Just, just kind of give your thoughts on it.
1: Um, I think that Dallas has been playing out of their freaking minds at home. And that when you shoot, and hit 23s in a game, like, right. they. I mean, the 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 way they played at home against the Jazz, even though they lost that first game, like, it, it's like their role players have been in heaven in every Mavs home game this year. And, and Finney Smith and uh, Bertans and Maxie Kleber and my guy Reggie Bullock, former Tar Heel, like, I mean, all these guys, they've just been, like, shooting lights out at home. And when Luka does share the ball and Brunson, I, mean, I just think they've been playing really, really good ball. And, you know, that, that's the thing that I'd always thought that Dallas needed was. He needed guys to help shoot because, like, that Hardaway Jr. And, like, the last couple of years, it's like, man, Luka's a, a skilled player, but he really has no one to turn to. And this year, I'm not saying that Maxie Cleaver or Brunson or Finney Smith could be studs on different teams. But for this but team's more. makeup itself, you know, you, you have a really good collective bunch of just good players who have been, again, shooting like Steph and Clay at a clip that, you know, it's probably not, they couldn't keep up forever. So I do think this goes seven. I still think the Suns win. But I think the Suns are a more complete team unless Luke goes like LA Clippers mode on them. But, yeah, I, I think it's been a fun series, and, and I don't think either team – hasn't necessarily been playing that bad. I think the Suns have been expected to win, but I think you've literally been walking into just like a buzzsaw in Dallas that, dude, I mean, do what you want to do. Like, Chris Paul had suffered a lot of tough whistles, and when you shoot like 70% on threes in the first half or something, it's like, dude, you're not losing that game at home.
0: Yeah, especially in the playoffs. You hit 20 in a game, you're not going to lose that game more than likely. Unless the other team hits 22 or something
1: Yeah, so – um, I think it has. Finney Smith fun-
0: too. Thanks for that correction. Uh, instead of Bullock, even though Bullock's at threes or whatever. But imagine when they get Hardaway, another guy that they could depend on for scoring too. That that that's, that's some layers.
1: Yeah. So you're you're piecing together a team. You've, you've you've completely rejuvenated your defensive end of the court. Um, I mean, Luke is still he's still young. The guy's still going to get a lot better. He's already really really good. So. Um, I th- I think it's been fun. I think if you're Phoenix, you've probably not played your best basketball, but part of it is just Dallas has been playing at an elite level at home. But I do think I would be shocked, I'll say this, if we were to come on our show next week and say, and moving on to the Western Conference Finals is the Mavericks. Because, again, you know, that one theme, especially most in the Eastern Conference, especially in the Philadelphia, Miami, not even close, we we'll get gets there. But is that... The numbers of how role players play at home and away, um, I don't think you're going to get the same production away as you will need for Phoenix. And I think Chris Paul and Booker, I just don't think they do enough to let them let their team get bounced out, Chris. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I think it goes seven. I think we get our first seven-game series of the playoffs, or I don't know how that goes numerically with the calendar. But I think this one goes seven. I think the Suns take care of it. But the future is bright for the Maps. I, I think it's encouraging Um, if you can maybe get a couple of more guys for maybe a little more proven playoff ready scores with Jason Kidd, who's done a hell of a job remodeling this whole team. I, I think it's got to be fun. And again, I, I I do say shock, but I'd say there's probably eighty percent chance I think Suns win, but there's a twenty percent chance that Luca goes for forty five, thirteen and twelve, and the Maps pull off. So because when that guy gets going as as much as you say no one can really guard Jurat uh John Moran downhill Lucas pretty much unguardable himself too when he gets in his in his uh, uh heat check mode
0: yeah and it's not even just heat check it's like I mean, although he does do that with the step backs but it's just a variety of ways he can get a bucket too you know what I you're mean you're right like you could he could do it in the post he could just he's just got so many little <clears throat> crafty moves and or get to the foul line or whatever, even if he doesn't get a shot off. Like, he just, yeah, he just got away there. Now, you could argue that he had, he's he gone Luca the whole fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, since he's been in the playoffs, like, his playoff run in general, he's been Luca the whole time. In fact, that 9 of 25 game or whatever is probably one of the worst shooting games he's had or whatever, because he was like 1 of, what, 10 or something from 3? Um, and, you know, in years past, he's gone nuts and gone Luka, and they haven't won the series. Um, but now it's a different team. Um, so that, that plays into it, too. But I actually think that the Suns are going to win game six. But okay. I, won't be, I won't be shocked if it, goes, it go, goes game seven. But I do like the Suns in seven. I, I, I don't I don't know about 80-20 or whatever. I wouldn't put an exact percentage on it. I haven't really thought about that. But um, I do like the Suns. I'm going to pick them in six. But either way, I, I like them in seven. But, you know, as they say, once you get into seven, you know, anything can happen. But the home team, that does help. And then also, what is it, the uh, – uh, speaking of percentages, uh, like 81% after the, whoever wins game five, especially when you got home court, I'm sure that goes up even more, um, 80%. True. I think it, that is. So, yeah, I do like the Suns to, uh, to finish that out. So, um, you know, the Heat took care of business. At um, home, 2-0, Jimmy Buckets has just been delivering, like, so many buckets in this series. And in the playoffs, he's probably, like, you could say he's been the best uh, scorer. Uh, Well, I think he has been the best scorer in the playoffs. Um, Maybe Ja and some others would, would, you know, you'd have to go in on that. Obviously, Luca has the all-purpose game. And and same with Ja, especially in the uh, Timberwolves series. Because we were trying to – we were doing different things to him, too, to make him pass even more than he already did, but he'd get like 15 assists or 12 assists, but anyway, Buckets has just been delivering, but then we had, like, a throwback um, to James Harden's step speaking of step-backs, uh, we had a throwback James Harden game to, like, two years ago, when he uh, was kind of doing his thing with the Nets when they were injured up and stuff like that, um, now clearly, you know, we have to remember those first two games. There was a God. – what is his name? I always forget his name. Um, he plays – I think he plays center for Philadelphia. Uh, he went to Kansas. He played with Wiggins. I don't know. My co-host will help me. But um, last night, it's 2-2. Last night Miami, just from the jump, they just jumped on top of him. And just destroyed him. What was the final score? One hundred twenty to eighty-five. Um, just roughed him up. Um, is this going Game Seven? Um, or <laughs> you know, uh, do we got? Is 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 basically someone going to win on the road?
1: Well, uh, a stat that you want to talk about role players and just a team. I don't them. want to
0: talk about role. No, I kidding.
1: <laughs> um, Philadelphia has shot the three at home at a uh forty-nine percent clip. Yet when Philadelphia <laughs> has, has shot threes in Miami, they've shot twenty four percent. That is du- literally double plus one. Like Yeah, that's nuts. I, I don't I that that to me that's unexcusable. Like you can't tell like the players can't be that much worse. Like I I but you know last night doc said that that we we didn't come out with like enough like motivation or push. It's like wh, wh- why wouldn't you be mo- motiv- like what was the reason to come out flat for like when a coach says, "Oh, we didn't have that drive and push tonight well it's it's game five of the playoffs like if you're not motivated to like can you do you do you miss sleeping not having your own home bed like is, is the five star bougie hotel you're staying at not good? Or are you missing your home cooked breakfast from like the team, the team cooks or your wife or like you're missing your kids? Like I just don't get the whole like, I mean, like you said, that game was done. Like almost, it was a wrap quick. So I just cause, cause in fairness, you can say to Miami, like I think Tyree Maxey helped Philly win a game at home. Like, that wasn't like, oh, Miami came out and got punked. Like, Tyree Maxey in the second half shot the lights out the damn gym. And then Harden had a flashback himself, and they won those games. That was like Miami just full like a chair. So I don't know what the, was in the cooking and the DNA for Philly. Um, and a lot of it was two-point shooting, too, by
0: the way, he, because they shot 36% compared to 53%. Because if you look at the starters, Harris – Two from four from three, Green. Two from four from three, Harden. Two from six, Maxi was only one for four. They didn't take a bunch of threes. Uh, What's his name was zero for six from three. So it wasn't just threes, though. It was overall, like you said, Maxi two of ten, Harris five of fourteen. You know, that's kind of interesting, man.
1: Yeah, I, I do, but I think you have, in my opinion, a a more well, people are probably going to say ones I I think Miami's got a better playoff coach, whatever. Some people might say Doc burn's I I would disagree. I think you have a better coach. You have a more consistent team. I know they had a little bit of drama there, but I just think Miami's playing better basketball and we've seen like for Philly to win the series, you need to have like a good vintage Harden and last game that was not him. Now, if he if he can play like he did game 4, okay? In game sure we'll have game 7. But, I mean, it, it, I feel that if Harden has, a, a, like, a little bit of a slower night, Chris, then you're going to need Embiid to do his thing. And he is playing three injuries. I'll give him credit for that guy. I got smacked in the face. Well, He's out I was there trying. that's going to say. Like, you know. those
0: first two games, they count in history, in record. Yeah. Like, two zip, but that does play into it. We can't. Oh, yeah. And then coming yeah. back, like, even that little – uh, contact to the face—that shit hurts. With oh, the yeah. injury he has right now? Oh, so absolutely. I yeah. think that to be so hard on Philly is a little over the top, considering in Beep's not playing early and coming back with this weird scenario. Well,
1: actually, I'll, I'll, I'll be—he can't hard. dominate. I mean, he no. hasn't been
0: getting the same touches and all that. He can't play right now like he has been, and they're going to need that.
1: Yeah, I'll be hard on Doc and. The the, the three-point number percentage is kind of crazy. Um, and, hell, even Embiid had a busted thumb in the Toronto series. Like, that dude, you know, I, there's a lot of, or I shouldn't say a lot, but I think there's a couple of NBA elite superstars who would not be playing or milking the injuries he's got. So I'll give him credit. But I do think Embiid's going to try. He'll put up his numbers in some way, shape, or form. And he'll be out there. But if Harden doesn't put up his numbers, which he can, then you need Maxie and a lot of other people to help. And I don't think we've seen that. I just don't think that'd be enough. And Miami, I don't think their team, Chris wrapped this up, is that I don't think they're going to come out flat. I think this team that, hey, let's get our rest. We know that other series might go seven. Like let's take care of business. I'm not saying that it's a guarantee Miami wins game six, but I don't, I I would be very surprised if we saw the beatdown we saw, um, in game five happen in game six. I know the score differential tells you that. The like, you're saying
0: if Miami did that or Philly y- did
1: that? Yeah, I mean, I think the average winning score in the series is like 17 points. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. I, I, but I do think that if Miami loses, I think this is a close game. I think that's a veteran playoff-proven sure. team. The injury bugs. I mean, no allow reason. And it's bound to happen. I mean, yeah, you know. it, yeah. So I do think Miami takes care of business and closes it out. Um but, yeah, I again, Embiid, man, it's been a, been a tough little run of injury bugs for it, but that's kind of been the theme for the last couple of years of the NBA playoffs, unfortunately. But, yeah, I think Miami wins, and like you said, Butler's been playing great. Um, it is interesting, though, that, like, um, Duncan Robinson, who was, like, kind of a stud in the last couple of playoffs last year. Like he, the I thought they played, traded
0: him. Didn't they trade him?
1: He's he's played one minute, and that was the same thing last year when um, – God, they had better, uh, none. Like, Spolster's one of those guys, man, where if, if he's got strategy going, he really doesn't care what your name is. Like, what was it? trust Yeah, Stross and Vincent. And yeah, her, her it's just, it's interesting, man. That that dude, when he finds a lot, if he likes, he sticks with it. But his his win-loss record and playoffs is pretty proven. So, yeah, I think well, Miami are you, you're
0: gonna Are you going to have that same energy in game, off of game three when, uh, they got beat 99 to 79 and uh they shot 35% from the field and 23% 7 of 30 from uh from um from the the three point line on the road yeah. with yeah, the healthy yeah. and beep I'm just saying
1: yeah, we'll, well, we'll see that. we'll see
0: well no we don't have to see cuz it already happened game 3 it happened no. already oh y- yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> um but you're right uh basically you know game 2 game 3 the last game, you know, they weren't particularly close, and obviously even game one. Um, and obviously, here we go. The last one. The last... Oh, by the way, I think it will go seven. I like Miami, though. Okay. Um, I, well, you know, I think I'm just looking for all of them to go seven. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, uh, Finally, of course, too. I did just pick against the last one, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think it's just getting inside my head to, for these picks, too. But I like Philly to... To pull it out, but I do 100% agree that it'll be a tight game. Uh, Not just because Miami's more mentally strong or something; it's because it's bound to happen. Just you know, when you look at some of these series and you look at games, and and like you said, there there've been some blowouts in this series, so I think it's bound to happen regardless. Um, The Bucks and Celtics actually, um, you know, they're 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 it's happening. As we speak um two two, you know the bucks came popping early got that big win uh they still got a you know is a Celtics took care of business game, game two uh very tight games these last two games really um the Celtics had a fourth quarter that was just uh you know was pretty crazy Tatum. Um, you know, was uh, clearly struggling in that game, you know, for a while anyway. And all of a sudden, he started going off. And he, it wasn't just threes because he only shot three of ten. And the Mr. Fountain of Youth is what I'm just going to call him from here on out. Uh, somehow, some someway, uh, Horford has just been going nuts. Um, I really liked what I saw the Celtics in that game four knowing where they were in the series, knowing they needed that. Seeing how that game at the time was going, it really felt like, oh, man, I think Milwaukee's going to do this. Here we are. Here we are. And I do have a little uh, interesting stat that has to do with Middleton probably. But uh, what are your thoughts here when it comes to this series? We're we're tied up 2-2. No spoilers as we talk about this, but – do you think's gonna happen here, man? I mean, this is a. I, I feel like this. Out of all of them, I feel like this is going seven, personally.
1: Ah, oh, man, I. Eh. I'm not sure. Like, I am. It. I, I'm conf- What's the? I don't know. I don't know what the word is. I don't is. think you
0: have to say anything. I think you literally <laughs> just what you just did right there. Completely. You know, completely did the trick. You're so, out of you where you don't know. What I was
1: trying to say was um, I can't get the game three out of my head. And I know that the Bucks won the game. But it, it, it's got me concerned for the rest of the series for a Milwaukee fan because down the stretch of that game, Milwaukee had a really considerable lead. And in the fourth quarter, Giannis was really struggling to get off quality shots, which is why they blew that 13 point lead. And the backup plan was turning to Pat Connaughton for Jack up threes. And in my head, I'm thinking, how is this happening? To where you have a team that has, you know, I, oh, good players, but the, the, as the, as the lead dwindled away in game three, it was Giannis gets a layup. Or you dish out Pat content to Jack of three, and he was missing all. Or That's Holiday like,
0: Jack and threes, because he had 30 shots for uh, 25 bu- uh, points.
1: Yeah, and, and the other combination, which it's not just us talking about, but I think media, sports media across the world, is the fact that maybe Giannis is getting tired. Like, maybe the dude is a little, like, pooped sure. out by the fourth quarter. Like, dude, I, I mean, when he scores, he, he's proven his point. But shit... That's why part of me thinks I don't know if this does go seven because I think Giannis he does might, have
0: to work to get almost every bucket too, like go hard as hell. Yeah. That's a good
1: point. And, and to give Boston's defense credit, which I'm, I'm always going to take some shots at Boston because I'm not a fan of those teams, but their their defense, there is a reason why they did come back in Game Three to make it close because their defense is good. And if if you're making Pat Hunt and Jack up thirty foot threes, okay, you are probably doing something right. But it, again, it comes down to Milwaukee of like whether you know Coach Bud. He he has his game plans. and He sticks to him. He's obviously a talented coach. The guy won a ring, but he he seems to be one of those guys that doesn't like to make many adjustments. And it's True. like, can can you just they did make... last
0: year and it still worked? But they didn't. Yeah.
1: Only honest
0: himself made the adjustment, right? Yeah. They're not going down free throws and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. And and I get, I get, I do get as head coach, hey, it's the, it's like the, the, the the trick play on Madden you do as a kid. It's like, well, if I call, you know, triple cross, I'm going to score a touchdown play. Yeah. But the, the triple cross, pound X twice in a circle for Giannis, (laughs) that, that, he's not a video game. So he, he probably does get frustrated. It's also tough on him because he is the, now with Shaq gone, obviously, he is probably the toughest player in the league to officiate. And I do feel that that guy gets called yeah, for lots of point. charges that aren't necessarily charges. It's just the dude's a, a freak of nature. And sometimes when he drives to go into score, and he plows through someone, that's not actually a charge. Just the dude's a freaking beast of a human. And and, and he's know, going more
0: downhill than and with more he, speed. Yeah. Than, uh, You know, Shaq.
1: And, and if he is to then get fouls, he has to play saver because he, he knows his team cannot afford to have him off the court much. So I think every point I've made is just kind of combination of he needs help. I know Middleton gets a lot of shit a lot of time because a lot of people say he's not a true number two. But I think in this series, I think it would be a much different because I actually think Milwaukee Chris has done a great job this series. But you, we've seen now where hell, L. Horford is showing up Giannis and playing lights out, but it's because Giannis probably is getting tired, and the tired factor is only going to keep wearing on. So I think that I think that Boston does close this out, I think, with their team defense concept, and, hell, Tatum might have him do everything literally on his own. I think that Giannis runs out of juice, and I think that there's just a little too much on, on his plate. Because the one thing I've heard from, like, a stat number, you know, and, and we've had this debate many times on football or basketball, and that. You know, are you a Saber Metrics guy or are you an eye test guy? And I, I lean towards eye tests at times. But even the Saber Metrics say that when when Milwaukee uses a bigger lineup in this series, which means Brooke Lopez is on the floor, and like him and Yas and Bobby Portis, that lineup, Chris, has done excellent. Like the numbers. The Portis show can't it. get
0: a sniff at the starting lineup sometimes.
1: But Brooke Lopez, who again went on the court, is killing it. Is being used very seldomly. So, for again, for whatever reason, Coach Bud's not doing it. But man, it's like, dude, why, you know, why not go big? Like that, maybe that is the way to attack this great Celtic defense. So, um, I don't know, it's a long branch here, but go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. What, oh, so, you this, say Celtics and seven, you come uh, to the dark side.
1: I hate, I don't like saying it, but just from a pure, if we're offering pure sport insight, I don't have to worry about any, you know, supporting Duke or Kansas. This ain't college basketball, but I do think. it's we're talking
0: about like Kansas or some shit. I, I, mean, God, I do it,
1: think the Celtics closes it out in six. I think Giannis you know, just does get too tired. Um, and, six, if you, and if you're not going to. You're not even
0: giving them credit.
1: Nope. And I, I <laughs> why, why would you not want to use. Like if Brooke Lopez is one of your better pieces on the court, but he just like dude, they they okay. they play their pack, you know. So yeah, I'm saying uh, Celtics and God, I hate saying, it, but Celtics and six.
0: All right, so to go along with your theme, and I wasn't, you know, I, I think this is perfect. Uh, from uh, five thirty-eight, Milwaukee's playoff run is proof positive that offense predicted on minimal ball movement is a double-edged storm. Uh, stor- storm, it is kind of a storm though. Sword. Um, basically, during last year, their championship run, they had the second most half-court possessions per game with either zero or one pass per uh, second spectrum. The, they followed the regular season by leading the lead in that, and they were also third in efficiency. However, this year, uh, in the playoffs, Milwaukee is the least efficient efficient from that, um, and, and they literally they have made the fewest passes per game in the regular season, are averaging more than 16 fewer passes per game in the playoffs, and we know that at times Giannis, it's just like okay, Giannis, this is your time dominate this whatever they you know the whatever the matchup is just dominate it you know and do you and, and, and you know at times he's gonna pass and he can get a triple double, but at times he just got to go nuts, and so. But that plays into what you're saying right there. And it's also it's ball movement, right, no doubt. But it's sure. also half it. It's ball movement, no doubt. That's part of it. But it's also, like you said, Middleton. Because Middleton can, with one pass or no passes, can exploit stuff and is a scorer. Remember last year he went off for, what, 44 points in that game or whatever? Like they needed him in that game and he went off. and So he is, be, he is missed, uh, no doubt about it. They got a lot. They have more uh, experienced players, veteran players on their team uh, overall. I'd say, but obviously, when you come off a championship run, that plays into it. So I got the Celtics in Game Seven, um, but I'm biased because I want everything to go seven. I guess, but I have them in seven. But also, let's let's step back for a second. And not take credit away from who was in the finals, okay? Let's not take credit away. But even with Phoenix, if it gets shaky, let's say, um, remember the run in the string of lucky injuries that they went up against. Now, when Chris Paul got hurt and he, he when he was in the finals, he couldn't you know move his shoulder right or whatever. I can't not mention that, too. But – that plays in the Milwaukee too. You know what I mean. So that's what I'm saying. Let's let's remember. Now I'm not. They count. Toronto's counts. Everyone counts. <laughs> I'm not taking that away. But let's not forget what happened and how those teams got there and they deserve to be there. They made it. I'm not taking any credit away. However, it, we still got to go. Huh? Hold on, just a second. In Middleton now. And maybe you could say the same thing about Boston right now, not having to go against Middleton, you know. I'm not outruling that either. But are the – I don't know. It's 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 still in my mind of – it just – to me, it just makes it that much more interesting.
1: Yeah. What I it's not like, the... oh, they're
0: going to win. <laughs> me and you know Golden State's going to win this series. You know what I mean? We know that. But that's about it.
1: Yeah, and then just to wrap it up in the last part is that you could – if, with Milton, he's a guy where if Giannis takes a couple minutes of a break in the fourth quarter or is in foul trouble, right. like Milton can score. Like who who I mean who if if Middleton's off the court, it literally or if Giannis off the court, it's literally like, okay. Well, Holiday and it helps Holiday happen. too. You
0: know,
1: yeah, and, and it's so like it, it's like and Holiday is not really he's he's gonna he. He creates his own shot a little bit, but, again, you're playing a team that does have an elite defense, so it makes it more life hard on him. And, you know, see, so yeah, I don't know. And, and the fact that just – actually, my last point, L. Horford, the dude – I when I was talking to my kids in class about him yesterday, I was like, he, he went to college in 06, 07. It's like, yeah. where, where where did these – dude, are you are you taking some roids? Like, what? Dude, that was – when he when he dunked on Giannis there, I was like, what this – I, okay, I, I'm not sure where that came from. I guess you were playing, he was ready to go. I don't know if he bet himself to win some prop bets or something, but my God, Chris, that, that was something special. If if Al Horford keeps playing like that, good luck with anyone being Boston. <laughs> now we know why they went
0: back-to-back. <laughs> uh,
1: he, Everybody yeah, else is you're, you're, you're right. You're right. Now you're we right. know why
0: they went back-to-back. back-to-back. He wasn't trying to sleep with anybody's significant other or nothing like that. Um. Yeah, dude. That that's
1: Mr. Fountain the youth, dude. You got The only thing it. to look out. They for never should
0: have let. They never should have let him go.
1: You know. The only I don't thing to look out played. for for the rest of the class when you're betting is if if uh, if that one official is calling games, do not bet on Chris Paul to win. That could be. We might yeah. know Adam Silver's corrupt. Is that if they have that one? Oh God, why am I blanking on his name? Shit. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh. can remember his name right now too, but.
0: We're starting to see more of that. I'm glad these records are coming out when so and so plays. Uh the last game uh Golden State kind of bucked the trend of their head official, but then again they didn't have jaw. So, um yeah, I can't remember that guy's name either. I guess I think I don't want to remember the name. Oh, names. uh
1: Scott Foster. Yeah, okay. yeah, Scott yeah, Chris Foster Paul maybe. is like 0 and 14 in games officiated by Scott Foster. So if we see Adam Silver you Scott Foster in Dallas at Game 7 in, in Phoenix. I, I, I take back all my words. It's a complete chance. <laughs> Luca might be going to the Western Conference Finals. Dude, seriously, like we need a Larry
0: Bird. We must have a Larry Bird. It's the same team that another Larry Bird was on.
1: Let's do this. So look, look out for where Scott My Tim Wolves
0: are never going to even make it to the second round then. Because cat is you know a meme, so we're we're screwed. Oh, actually, no, I take that back because Edwards. They like Edwards. Uh, Well, I don't know. He hasn't been getting much votes for stuff, so who knows.
1: So on that note, uh, again, I hope I hope we come back for our show next Monday that we have some Game Sevens to discuss. I do. I was like, where are you going to be? What do you mean you hope
0: we're coming back today? (laughs) You going to Vegas again? Yeah, I'm
1: going back to Vegas. Well, I need I need to go there to recoup some losses. (laughs) On Sunday night, did you
0: make a bet that would cover all your bets? Did you do that or no?
1: I no, I did it's not, not
0: NFL season, so you can't.
1: Do I, I did I did not chase on the side of that game. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, you lost but, all yeah. your money on Canelo. Is that what happened? That no, I well. Direct, well, funny story. My my buddy who was a, a boxing guy, he actually was going up to the window and he was gonna bet like three or four hundred dollars in Canelo to win like literally pennies, and it, mm-hmm. they took the line off right when he walked up to the book, so he wasn't able to get the Canelo bet in, and he was. Very happy for that. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. why
0: uh, when it's you know anything more than three or four or five to one, somewhere in that range against a quality opponent, you always put a little money on that just in case. But that's, was, good. Uh,
1: that's good. That's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That was and then oh uh, well, I mean, I, I might have I might have taken a whole month off if I had bet on the horse race eighty to one. My Jesus lord, what a! Nice, dude. <laughs>
0: and you know the that that other the the horse that looked like it was going to win. Like they already made a power move, right? They to get yeah. the lead. It was like, oh wow, that was dope. Oh wow, what's going on? Yeah, that was crazy, dude. That yeah,
1: was the, crazy. The, the the second place jocks said, "I didn't know the horse was coming." <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like, "I'm, I'm <laughs> the one who made the move." What are you talking yeah. about? Like, I already made the cool move. Like, who, that was who's this dope, guy in the inside you know? corner?
0: I didn't think there was someone there. <laughs> Seriously, dude. I still. It's funny because I, I I couldn't see it live, and I watched the replay. It's like, oh, that's oh. dope. Oh my god, you know, like. Oh,
1: I thought that was it. You know, all of a sudden this. Oh, the, horse. the yeah, the overhead aerial view of Bridge Strike winning that, and making his moves. If you've not seen it yet, go on YouTube and yeah. just type yep. overhead view. And the way this horse, because the the horse is like in sixteenth place, and they're about to hit that last turn, and you're like, wait, how what, how does how does this happen? And he's like, dude, dude just kind of like, and then you want to talk about like the Turbo Max Madden play, like Turbo Turbo Turbo. That he's was like, awesome, dude. Peace. Bolt, dude. See y'all. I'm fine that,
0: that was some Bol, Usain Bolt stuff right there. Oh,
1: Slow so. start. Speedy. All right. Let's, let's, let's shut her down. All right. The boys are out tonight. Enjoy your uh, warm weather, hopefully, all across the country. Enjoy your basketball tonight. Peace.